0: You're 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 Welcome to Fire Up Podcast, episode five. Yeah, my name is Andrew. Never never
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say four again. Okay, my bad. <laughs> episode five. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might have just deleted the last ten seconds because I yeah. said episode l- four. A little
1: too much fun. A little we too were, much fun. We were a
0: little off on that one, but by the way, we definitely got the right number this time. So.
1: Yeah, we well, can count to five now. Well, so to <laughs> we're,
0: all, we're all fired up and ready to yeah.
1: go. Andrew, what did we do last night?
0: We uh, we went to see Endgame. Ooh, a few days. We tried twice, too. Yeah, we did try, try twice. A uh, little late on it because most people got it done to come out, what, officially Thursday? You know, Thursday night or something like that, yeah.
1: Which is stupid because it's not even like a midnight premiere. It's like, hey, instead of eat a late dinner and you can see a movie. It used to be like, hey, you have to be up until... 3 a.m. to see this movie. Now it's like...
0: You can come at like 6.30. It's just lame. 6.30 it's p.m. Lame. Yeah, it's not even cool. After an early dinner. Yeah. A casual drive.
1: That's so stupid. The website was crashing when they were, when people were buying tickets. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. That. You called my coworkers, Caleb and Jenna. They were like trying to buy tickets, and it just kept crashing and restarting because everyone's trying to buy them at one time. That does not sound favorable.
0: No, but <laughs> yeah, we, we showed up uh, last night, and then... We, we tried to go to AMC in Schaumburg, so basically right next to the mall. It's a nice one, yeah. And um, it just, there were no seats available at all. Not even like all the way up against the screen.
1: There were handicapped ones available, but uh, yeah. I don't think we were about to do we were, yet, Yeah, we were not about to hijack yeah, those. I think, yeah, it's like but a new the, level the, of scum or whatever. Yeah,
0: so we, we, we drove like, what, probably like 30 minutes away.
1: You all to Deer Park Shopping Center or whatever. Good old Deer AMC, Park. dude. Oh, my God.
0: No, it's Century.
1: Yeah, it's in, deer it's in Kildare, though, isn't it? It's
0: not AMC. It's Century 21, I think.
1: I don't know. Something like that. Invigorating. It's, but... another, it's another movie theater.
0: <laughs> no, we were still pressed up against the screen, but we got Oh, we got my God,
1: in. dude. My neck was, like,
0: Yeah, we hurting. were, like... We
1: were, like, second row, third row.
0: So, if you guys haven't seen that yet, uh, worth it? Would you say yes or no? You should see it. Yeah, it
1: was... But, also, you could wait until it comes out on, like, Netflix, I bet. Like... Yeah. Unless you're hardcore, into, no. But if you're hardcore to Marvel, you've already seen it. Yeah,
0: I would definitely give it a five bags of popcorn out of five. <laughs> Have are you it? seen that with, with no. on cinema at the cinema?
1: No, <laughs> that's <laughs> how they rate it.
0: It's it's a yeah. Oh god. It's a it's a Tim Heidecker skit that they do on uh, Adult Swim. It's terrible. It's oh so from like Tim oh and man. Eric.
1: Yeah, Tim Heidecker. It is Tim. And then, oh my yeah. god, dude, those guys are so goofy.
0: They have, like, a, a fake movie review show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, we have a fake podcast.
1: Here's the thing. Okay, so this is going like, to be, like, a bit of, like, a spoiler in a way. But what, Okay, so if you haven't seen the movie, skip ahead five minutes. I don't know. But when they time travel back to Go Get the Stones, and they're talking about how, like, time travel doesn't work, like, Back to the Future or whatever, part of me's like, no, 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 no. I think it would. Like, if you went back and you, and you, like, killed baby thanos i think the real big thanos would would then like disintegrate like he would never have existed ever um i like to be
0: analytical and seeing as how we don't know if time travel is possible
1: i don't care (laughs) it just just seems like if you went to the i don't know i i i I think i think i think back to the future and all those movies have it right (laughs) i think i think it makes sense yeah, I like it, it yeah. was it was it was a
0: good movie, but I would definitely agree. It's like something you could wait to to go see. Yeah, out on VHS.
1: I think Infinity War was better, <laughs> out on VHS. Yeah, oh my god, DVD, blu Just download on like LimeWire or L- whatever. No, I, I would never
0: support that, especially on a podcast that we own.
1: LimeWire. <laughs> if, if people are still using LimeWire, they are d- behind. <laughs>
0: They're like super behind. I it was I thought it was LimeWire.
1: LimeWire, yeah, I don't know. You know, it was LimeWire because like their loading screen was a... Actually, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't was... know. I never used it. Yeah, me neither. No, I did. I'm just, I am used it a lot.
0: <laughs> is that the, beyond the statute of limitations?
1: I would also use vid to mp3. That was pretty good. Wow. Yeah, so you take a YouTube video and you like, URL it and then it transfers it into just the audio. You throw it
0: onto a montage and you throw it up on your YouTube channel? Yeah, dude. We do not have a YouTube channel for the podcast yet. We are gonna start doing some uh, some video though. Yeah, trying to.
1: Yeah, like us uh, like washing cars and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't think we discussed. No, that. we're not doing that. That's just my idea.
0: Um, <laughs> for charity though.
1: Yeah, for charity. Yeah. No, End Endgame was pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there were some things I was like, okay. Oh, and for a while we thought the Hulk was gay. Remember that? Yeah. How We were like, so they, we were like like, used,
0: they used an actor, or apparently he was part of the writing. He's
1: crew. he's one of the directors. Okay. Because it was two brothers. And it yeah. Was one and of he them. looks
0: exactly like the actor who, you know, plays Bruce. Yeah, like Mark Ruffalo or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The, the, the Hulk. Yeah. And there was this one scene where he was talking about going on a date with a guy, and we were like, is that the Hulk? Did they just like? It's like so it? random. They yeah.
1: Just, and then they would ne- they never brought it up again.
0: I was like, I was like yeah, what? That, yeah. I was like, that were they sneaking it in, or yeah, like never
1: alluded to it <laughs> in earlier things. Like,
0: I don't know. In those, but in those big movies, I wouldn't put it past them to do things like that because, like Cam and I were talking about earlier, they just it feels like they're trying to add so much content in a small amount of time, and it still ends up being a three-hour movie, <laughs> right? The pro- and they to, probably
1: still have to cut a bunch of stuff out.
0: Mm-hmm. So just that's that's why some of those. Some aspects of it are not enjoyable because of that, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. Sorry, I mean a meatball. <laughs> that's how that's how we do it over here, over at Fired Up Podcast. Really professional.
1: If you know now, now time. I kind of want to take all of the like Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff and watch it, like the individual ones and like the the Avengers, all that, and watch them in exact chronological order. Which I'm pretty sure that's got to be like. No, I heard that there was like seventy was like hours two days. of video,
0: two days straight of yeah. content. There was like some movie theaters that were showing all of the movies one after the next, that's and insane. you could you could spend I don't know like a couple hundred dollars and then you could like view all the movies if you wanted, but you you would take like two days off of work. And, also,
1: and two days off of sleep.
0: Yeah, and you would like sleep in the movie theater or leave and come back and.
1: That's crazy. That's like when you and I in like high school. I think no. like Audrey, yeah, you That is it? nothing you like You remember no, that? No, you're remember not us? even comparing The Lord us. of the Rings? Yes, I do remember that. When we started that, like 10 p.m. Yeah, we watched
0: three movies.
1: I left. I it, bailed out. Dude, I was not about to do that. There's no way.
0: nothing compared to watching like two days worth of movies straight.
1: Yeah, it's like a baby version of it. It's like what you would do to train for it. <laughs> or like watch all the Star Wars. <laughs> Something like that. Speaking
0: of training, are we going to talk about fitness today?
1: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>
0: but, no, we yeah, did, dude. I also so I was. This sick. is for those you, for those guys who know. This is the fun podcast today. We're talking about whatever we want to talk about because exactly. Cam and I, Cam and I don't really have an agenda, so this is either going to be really fun or we're just going to implode.
1: Yeah, dude. So I was like, we'll see where we go, but imploding can sometimes be fun. But I was like sick the past few days, and I remember, I went with it was like Friday, I had to open, so I got up at like, I don't know, like three forty five or something together by four thirty a.m and then i coached and then i i was like you know i just i just gotta work out i'm a little bit tired i might be getting sick maybe not and i, I just did like a little bit i did like two or three exercises for buys and tries and instantly i was like getting a pump like but in like a bad way yeah. I, was, I was like oh am i already sore yeah and then after that, I was like, man, I just like feel tired. I feel sluggish. I had taken pre workout, and it didn't do anything.
0: Yeah, sometimes I just get like that. You just can't. Yeah. Really.
1: And then Friday night came, and I was like, oh my god, like I'm, <laughs> I am dead. I was so sore, so achy. Had to work again Saturday, and I'm like, oh my god, this just feels like crap. So then, one minute, Sunday, yeah, we saw End Games. Pretty chill day, whatever. Oh, we worked out. I kind of worked out. You did some good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were doing some uh, one rep max testing, breaking some records. Yeah, what well, was your I record got, for
1: pull-ups before that day, or was that your was were those are your new records?
0: I did. Well, yeah, and incline bench. Yeah, I was able inclined to get thirteen, 13 pull-ups in a row, and I got fifteen chin-ups. Yeah. Um. You got like I don't know. Two seventy-five for your. Two fifty-five was my one rep max for incline bench press barbell.
1: Yeah, pretty dang good. Yeah.
0: Which is which is yeah I didn't expect. Uh, to be able to do that, but that weird. I do have so my my overcompensation for training is for shoulders, which is what we train today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but shoulders shoulders oh, can yeah. help out a little bit with um, incline bench press as well. Yeah, depending on the incline, of course. Mm-hmm. But standard, it definitely invokes a little bit of it. Yeah, but it, it that's that's pretty strong for. Um, I previously my my one rep max had like fallen like crazy mm-hmm. off of my power lifting days and i think it was around flat bench was 250 or so because i i just had lost so much strength
1: yeah so you, I have, got, you have really good arms though for benching Cause yeah because i got short arms, arms. Yeah, you got like, so andrew's <laughs> got like t-rex arms so like <laughs> the range of motion for your arms you'd be like Doot, dude, and like you're up so like i feel like if you if you did hone in on it you could get a You could get a really good bench going. Yeah, I bet you could.
0: There's less less range of motion that you have to deal with actually moving weight. I mean, that's why I'm taller. So I mean, a lot of people like make fun of somebody like, all right, you're making excuses for not being able to deadlift very well. Yeah, but uh, taller people, yeah, taller (laughs) people with short arms, that's like the opposite of what you want.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you want like yeah, you want short legs and long arms. So you bare left does pick it up like you just yeah but i tweaked
0: i I tweaked uh, the deadlift form a little bit shout out to my buddy sean he was helping me out and kind of with the arm thing
1: being close to your knees yeah that thing yeah
0: definitely i readjusted my my form because i was going too wide and it helped out i i threw up a lot more a lot more weight when i was doing it that way it was easier to keep core tight if you know what a deadlift form uh a barbell standard deadlift form looks like you want to keep your legs closer, about shoulder width apart, a little bit outside of that. And it helped me. I was grabbing too wide outside my legs. And when I brought them closer and my, my arms were actually up against my legs, it was easier for me to keep my back straight while yeah. I pulled that weight.
1: So, well, especially if you have short arms. It's like if you go wider in the bar, you have to go lower with your legs. Yeah. And then you're increasing your range of motion. So it's like it, that, that would be not like advantageous. Yeah. To you, and my,
0: my ankle and hip mobility is, is pretty, pretty bad.
1: Dude, I want to look into that. I want to look into, like, getting more flexible. Yeah. Like, in high school, dude, I was so flexible. And then in college, I was like, screw flexibility. I'm just going to lift a bunch of heavy weights and never stretch. And now I'm like, why did I, why did I think flexibility was bad? Like, yeah. Like, it's such a dumb way to That's think. That's such but a
0: like, dumb, like, high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, going into college, I'm like, boy oh, thing to say. It. Yeah.
0: It's like, I'm not going to read a book. Books are stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do well, I want to know stuff. Nerd, <laughs> like, yeah, no, super dumb.
0: Flexibility's lame for a bunch of cheerleaders,
1: yeah.
0: I <laughs> like cheerleaders, are like the strongest guys. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they hold up like a person with one arm, yeah. it's like, no
1: but you're weak. It's like, I don't think so, dude. You're pretty, they can do like flips and stuff. And yeah, I actually know a guy, he used to coach at Schomburg. His name was Lou, he was a uh college cheerleader, yeah, sturdy, he was, sturdy was too. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Oh there you go, okay. He was a he was a cheerleader at uh ISU Okay. State. Nice.
1: Strong guy, cool guy. Yeah, dude oh, All security's on dude he was he seems so funny, dude. <laughs> what a goofball. Um but yeah, we had a oh, so anyway, what I was getting at with being sick is today's the first day where I feel like our workout, I was like, Oh, I feel like good. Like today's the yeah. first day where I'm like I woke up feeling a little uh eh, but I feel like tomorrow I'm gonna to wake up and I'm going to be like, I'm not sick anymore. Yeah, and, you sound uh,
0: better because you were feeling you were you were sounding a little sick too.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we had a, I mean we had a really good shoulder workout. Dude. We went like pretty heavy, burned our shoulders. We went heavy. We did some high rep stuff, did some biceps, all that stuff. Our five minutes of TRX straps, dude, that was that was pretty rough. And that, that's the thing that I like is like there are certain exercises I know I avoid. That I'm sure would get me like what the results I want. Like for some reason I I avoid doing. Recently I've been avoiding doing uh dumb heavy dumbbell lunges, which I've seen like amazing results from. Yeah. But it's, they I they suck. Yeah. Like it's they're so. See, odd. I I avoid that stuff. I I just I know I
0: keep saying it, but I gotta get my meniscus checked out. My knee.
1: Yeah, get like scanned or something. You guys gotta figure I gotta out get what's an wrong. MRI. Just to, yeah.
0: to figure out what's going on. I've had like some major issues with my knees for the last year.
1: Yeah. It's all that b-ball you play, man.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to act like I'm 16 dude, years yo, old. People
1: think going into a church league, ba- men's basketball league, is like all fun and games and stuff. But, dude.
0: But it's not. It's tough. You don't, you,
1: you don't even know the grind, it's dude. Like my, it's like my men's league softball game. It tears you dude.
0: apart, dude. Whether you're 24 or 40. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, basketball's a lot of grind. And then also, uh, oh, what's the other one? D- uh, doing dumbbell low rows. On a back day, I'm like, Ooh, I should, yeah, I don't, I should, I don't I, like.
0: I don't like doing any type of dumbbell, like bench, single arm rows. But like, I, uh, but I, I do them.
1: I feel like I should. I should do them. But I'm like, oh man, they just like, they're so hard. I should. I like. I don't want to do them, even though I know it's something I should do. I'll just be like, oh, yeah. it's fine if I just do like a, T bar row instead, because I like doing that. And uh, so- close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. Another
0: personal record today. I got mm-hmm. three reps on my own. Uh, five reps with a. With assistance, you with the hundreds for the hundred, hundreds hundred pound overhead that's seated insane. Press
1: a hundred pounds in each hand,
0: yeah. I had never never previously gone that heavy, so definitely getting stronger. Shoulders are, are getting a little bigger, and I'm down eight pounds since I uh moved back to Chicago, so that was yeah, you're six weeks you're
1: ago. You're definitely more in a rhythm, yeah. Like when you first moved here, it was like, oh my god, this is like. Yeah. Complete chaos.
0: Oh, it's still crazy. It's still absolutely. And like, crazy. oh man,
1: sir, dude, you were like dating Sirnick's Pizza. Like, yeah. Oh, oh I was
0: living there. They know you, dude. They, dude you should they, be like They've gold. known me for much longer than <laughs> that period of time. I grew up there.
1: Since the young day, they raised me. Yeah, they. I was raised on
0: Sirnick's. Are you kidding me? I've eaten like five times over my body weight in Cernix Pizza.
1: I, I that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> that's probably, no, I, I believe you, dude.
0: Am I advocating for Cernix Pizza or any pizza? No, but yes.
1: But but also give it a try. It's not too bad.
0: Um, but I have I've, I've and and yeah, you know, just to talk about how I actually made that happen because people. I mean, I feel like some people are, would be interested in losing weight or just yeah. talking about it. What literally all I did to to cut some fat because I have been. You know, we're we're talking about I'm breaking new records, right? So I've put on some strength. I'm still training hard.
1: Obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: lifting heavy. But I'm down eight pounds. So how's that possible? It's it's actually just because I'm cutting out more crap that I'm eating, drinking more water, and I've been I've been less stressed. I'm still mm-hmm. pretty stressed out because my whole life is crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, your whole life is in boxes right now. <laughs>
0: but um, some of the biggest things are just being consistent on on your your, your diets, uh, the things you're doing in the gym. Those are going to make such a big difference, such a big difference, and you know, like we talked about previously in other podcasts, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose fat but still put on muscle, those are the biggest components. Just be consistent with it, and take in less calories than your body needs. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm more active right now because I'm coaching more. So coaching is kind of just running back and forth, jumping from side to side. Yeah, it's it's steady state cardio. So yeah. it's, it's fantastic. For it's just like kinda,
1: three or four hours a day. Yeah, it just keeps the fat yeah. burning.
0: And when you're doing that as well as being conscious of what you're putting into your body and not just eating like an asshole. <laughs> that's like yeah. the best way I've heard it <laughs> described is if you want to lose fat up to a certain extent, like obviously if you want to get down to like six, seven percent, something low, and you're, you're not naturally yeah. that low, you got to try hard. But mm. if you want to lose to a pretty lean, like reasonable body fat percentage, just stop eating like an asshole.
1: Like the obvious things. Yeah,
0: and that and that's what works.
1: Like don't don't eat candy, don't eat pizza, and tr- and like don't eat fast food. Not Just, like, like well, like, you can like like always stuff, do or... those
0: things. Just don't don't do it all the time. Don't make it like your diet. Yeah, don't make yeah. it your diet. Just do it every now and then. Don't eat like an asshole every day.
1: <laughs> I and mean, that's yeah. That's where'd you hear that from?
0: I forget. It's a pretty it's,
1: good way to put it though. Like yeah. I, like, I also like the thing where it's like – Because, you uh, know, you think about it in
0: your head. Like, when you're eating like that, you're like, dude, you're, you're just mad at yourself. You're like, why am I doing this?
1: <laughs> oh, dude, uh, recently in the past four weeks since I've started Roadrunner, the amount of times I've been to Taco Bell. And sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I like – I do have food at home. But I'm like, oh, but just like Taco Bell, it's quick. And I'll just use that meal tomorrow. Yeah. But then tomorrow I get Taco Bell again. Yeah. And then my food goes bad. Yeah. I'm like, why am I – it just becomes like a habit. So now it's like I've I've started um, getting getting away from that more and more. But um, yeah, I'm just like, why why am I doing this? As I'm paying for Taco Bell, I'm like, yeah. why am I here again?
0: Yeah,
1: stupid. You no, know, I force one thing
0: that helps me attend, I don't know if I've talked about this previously. Is that I I kind of force myself to um, to use. I guess meal, not meal prep services, but I use HelloFresh. Oh, HelloFresh is so good, dude. Not sponsored, but not sponsored. HelloFresh, please, please reach out to us. Oh my goodness, um, that, No, that but I good. use HelloFresh, and that forces me if I'm spending that forty bucks a week, uh, sixty bucks a week, you know, on depending on how much you're 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 getting per mm-hmm. week, um, then you have those groceries, and they're gonna go bad. Like you have to use them. Exactly. And I'm somebody who was like raised like if you waste it like you're being an asshole.
1: <laughs> well, you kind of are. It's yeah. like you for sure could have prevented yourself from wasting yeah. it. And you don't want to you don't want
0: to freeze it because that defeats the purpose. So it's kind of like that clock. You're like, oh man, I really got to cook this. Like oh. I wanna I wanna get this burger, or I wanna go out, or I wanna do this or that. And you can plan your times to do that throughout the week, but you have to get those meals cooked and, and made and eaten.
1: Yeah. If you make good meals and then you prep them and you just bring them with you, it completely changes everything. It just makes it so much easier. And yeah. one thing that I'm like struggling with right now is, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gain weight and I know some of it will be fat. It's not all going to be 100% muscle, but the hard thing is, um, when, if I coach four or five classes, like tomorrow I coach five in a row, it's like, I don't have time to eat a meal in between classes yeah right because i'll i'll either have an intro or i'm talking to members something like that so part of me is like man oh man
0: if you scarf down a meal you'd want to die you'd be so sick
1: oh i would just feel so heavy but like that's what i'm thinking like you know gain some sort of like either like a protein bar or like a peanut butter sandwich something that's like
0: quick and. if i get like
1: three to four hundred calories and just kind of wolf it down
0: because then that's going to carry over for the next class you know you're not gonna be able to like you'll probably burn through it.
1: I burn three to four hundred calories every class just yeah. from walking around.
0: Just bring out four peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my god. Hefty. Like I'm talking like bun.
1: Peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Pretzel bun. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think it also depends. I think I get away Chunky with that. Chunky peanut butter. <laughs> I think it comes down to also like when you eat. So if you um if you have a lot of your calories like before and after your workout, I feel like that affects at least my body differently than if I were to like, let's say work out fasted, eat something after and then like kind of eat a few hours later. But this whole time I'm at, I'm at like a um, calorie deficit. Right. And then all of a sudden at night I eat a bunch of food and then I, I don't move. I just go to bed. I feel like that compared to what I said earlier, it, it, it changes. So I feel like it's not always just about like what you eat, but when you eat. So I've noticed Really big benefits after a, a an actual meal. Yeah. If I go for a five to ten minute walk, I feel like that. Like, and I'm not saying this scientifically happens, but I feel like my body is taking that food and digesting it easier well, in I the mean, beginning. Yeah. yeah I, I could, feel energetic. It's, yeah. It's you could say like you're a like food like, coma. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm you like,
0: could say if you're if you're sitting down after a meal, it's just easy to kind of continue to sit. Like, yeah, kind right, like, an yeah. object stay that's staying in motion and it's easier for it to stay in motion, right?
1: Especially when you put like a pound of food in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Can, we, can we verify that scientific <laughs> statement? But when you're sitting around, it's easy to just keep sitting. So if you if you yeah. kind of force yourself, I mean, think about it. I can actually um, think back to just Easter. You know, this Easter. Mm. I ate like a, a fair amount of food and i was like man i could just sit down and just not move for a long time yeah but we we all took like, like a, a family giving. walk every Thanksgiving. yeah like you, you could do that yeah and i felt better after i took the family walk
1: yeah you know i heard it's something from um this guy stan efforting who has been a professional uh power and bodybuilder he um and he he does this thing called like the vertical diet it's very like easily digestible food um and he works with, like, Brian Shaw and, like, Half Thor and all those guys. Sure, sure. So he said, he's the one that I heard about, like, hey, do a 10-minute walk after every meal. Because there's something about it, it um, creates an insulin response, which helps with digestion or something like that. And so I started doing it, I'm like, holy crap, this feels, like, feel really good. You know, because most of the time, really? it's like, especially if you eat, like, something like, you know, like, pasta or burger or something like that. Um, you know, like, I never get a food come up from, like, a salad. Yeah. No one, like I don't think anyone really does. Um, But yeah, just even moving isn't. That's why I feel like if I had like a a thick peanut butter peanut butter jelly sandwich right in between classes, and I started moving again, I wouldn't be like, oh, I feel sluggish because I'd be I'd be moving instantly, and I love I love
0: that stuff. Those like nuggets of knowledge. Yeah. Like I I really wish I don't know. I I feel like it'd be so beneficial to take the time to become a a dietitian. Or a nutritionist, mm-hmm. because then you'd have so much applicable knowledge to, to share with people, but it's it's kind of to the point where you're like, I don't know if that's worth it, or how would that be able to be monetized in my personal business, you know?
1: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that stuff you could you could just if you want to know something, I'm interested in. You in, could look it up. You yeah, google I'm, it, you I'm could interested YouTube in getting.
0: It. Have you seen Precision Nutrition?
1: I've heard of Precision Nutrition, but yeah,
0: it's kind of like a. Um, it's like a health coach, um, nutrition coaching. So okay. it's not like a registered dietitian, but it's it's a certification uh, system. Oh, okay, okay. So they'll give you quite a bit of knowledge around that. Hmm. But I just, I don't know too much about you know, what the credentials mean for that, you know?
1: Yeah, and like, what, what can you, because what can you I, do that you can't do now with it?
0: Yeah, Cam and I, for those who are listening, Cam and I like, take that stuff, it's kind of been embedded in us to take it very seriously of what you can recommend and what you cannot.
1: Um, yeah. Like you could give very like right now you could give very general like if a member yeah. came up to you they're like hey what should I be eating it's not out of your scope of practice to like be like that question, well don't eat fast food yeah that but question gives say, me anxiety but. I'm not gonna say like hey meals one two and three and four this is exactly what you should eat yeah like no I would never do that that's yeah. stupid but like say you could you could say the difference between hey whey protein um like gets absorbed very quickly but casein protein is more slow and like oatmeal gets like processed by your body slower than if you had like a slice of white bread mm-hmm. so if you say you know eggs have casein protein in them and oatmeal is going to digest slower one that's why they're good at breakfast and i also have those at night so then that way as i'm sleeping my body is still it's taking a long time to process that food also you just say Stop eating like an asshole. <laughs> you could say, yeah, or you know, you know, it's a great thing if you're looking for something to like start your your new um I don't know, I guess healthy eating habit. I don't want to say diet because then you're just gonna you're gonna fail because yeah. no one does good at diets. But if, if you're looking to change your eating habits, first thing is like you probably don't know what you're eating. You probably don't know how many calories you're taking in, um, the macros you're taking in, the micronutrients you're taking in. So why don't you start with tracking it? Yeah, get your base on that's what I told one of our members um, she works at Maggiano's which oh my god if I worked there dude I'd be done Maggiano's like this the really nice Italian restaurant oof Um, so she says like a lot of her meals come from there but she'll find ways to make it like hey don't put that sauce on do the, like this that whatever Um, but then she, I told her I'm like hey just track track for one week yeah. and see track for even a few weeks and don't change anything that you're eating but just, just think – The oh.
0: educational side of that, when you see what you're putting in your body, it's a, it's incredible.
1: Yeah. Like I found out that I was um, – I eat way less than I think. I was I, – I would think, oh, man, I just had like this massive meal. It's like my food for the day and it would only be like – it would be like a 1,000-calorie meal. But that would be like my main meal. I'd be like, holy crap. That means I'm only taking in like thirteen to 1,500 calories a day but I'm burning 3,000. It's like, oh, that's not good, especially if I want to grow. Yeah. Right. So, no one, no one just knows, right? Unless you're. And it's it's
0: it's tough, especially if you're using like My Fitness panel or something. It's tough to force yourself to be consistent by t- keeping track of those things. <clears throat> yeah. But that's necessary in order to kind of get that understanding, right?
1: Yeah, and it, it really doesn't take that long. Like when I've been consistent with it.
0: No, it's like a it's Two or three weeks, so you got to do it. Yeah, and, and then it becomes do, so much
1: can, easier. You can do it while you're eating. Yeah. You can literally say, like, okay, I had half a box of this type of pasta, meatballs, whatever.
0: Yeah, just ignore your family, ignore your friends, ignore your loved ones, and just take dig t- into your food and write it down. Take
1: a minute and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> also, what I'll do, what I'll do is uh, if you want to grow a specific body part, what I found that's been really beneficial for me is you know, I know that a oh what was it? It was maybe six months ago, something like that. I wanted to get really big arms and I think I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to grow my back a lot. (laughs) Those are the two things, my back and my arms. I was like, you know what? Those are the ones I'm going to hit more often for right now. And then I'll do, I'll do, I still did everything else, but I did those like two or three times a week. On those days, I would eat way more food, like way more. Cause I'm like, I need to be at a surplus and that worked tremendously. So your diet should also kind of change.
0: All right. Practicing what you preach, did you you take measurements? If you,
1: I did not. Uh, if you if you do, but you're, PSA
0: uh, fired up podcast but, supports measurements but here, of all kinds a, as of our focus and goal
1: podcast. Here, so here's the thing, like I didn't measure it. That's true. But also, when you have a lot of people coming up to you, be like, "Dude, you're looking pretty big." I'm like, "Did you have a lot of people?" say... A few people. They're like, "Dude, your arms are looking much bigger," and I'm like okay he, cool he, he wrote it down in
0: his diary every no. every night when Dude, somebody I'm, said like
1: it may have been somewhere around like october 13th at like 2 p.m <laughs> <laughs> um but no like those are really good like even though we saw our our, our friend sarah at the yeah. gym today and it's like you look different like yeah. you've been working out so, yeah. like the last time i saw her was i think we were on like the, we did like the softball thing together like last summer and from then Dude, yeah, you have you have been co- you've been She's working.
0: She's killing it, it. She's killing it. Yeah, it's cool, and you know everybody likes hearing that stuff when they um when they when they obviously have been putting in a lot of work, even if it's just a little encouragement or something like that. Yeah. So you can notice something. Go well, brighten, go brighten somebody's day.
1: Who do- who doesn't love that, dude? Like, I don't know, because like I love don't, hearing it. Don't so-
0: hit on everybody. Don't be creepy.
1: Yeah, make sure you know them. <laughs> you weirdos. <laughs>
0: I've been checking you out in the yeah. gym lately. You're really looking good.
1: <laughs> are you sorry? I thought you were saying that to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, just in general?
0: I mean, that is something I would say to you, but...
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably would be checking me out. Not surprised. But, like, even my brother, dude, like, when, when I... He had never really, like, worked out. He'd done, like, hockey and all that crap, but he started working out with me, uh, like, a year and a half ago, and in literally three weeks, people at work, he wears a he wore a chef coat and people were like, dude, have been working out? Under a baggy coat, they could tell that he had like gotten a little bit bigger.
0: Yeah, the body adapts when you're when you're jumping into something hardcore and you're consistent with it right away. Yeah. It
1: adapts real quick. Dude, I think I think here, you know, this should be this should be our, our main topic today, dude. This is one thing that I mean our main topic. All right, we're shifting focus.
0: Uh, thirty minutes in. Okay, 30, ready to go.
1: Thirty minutes in. Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast. <laughs> I know. So the one big thing that in the past, I want to say two or three months, that I'm like, I'm going to get good at this is getting a lot of sleep. Now, sometimes I've been better at it than than not. Um, but I remember there was like one week where I went bananas with it. I slept a lot. I would, I would coach. I'd work out. After I work out, I'd eat, go for a little walk, take a nap. Continue with my day, short nap like thirty minutes, dude. The even like from a week of doing it like hardcore, the results I saw, oh my god, it was insane. Yeah, because when you your body does sleeps m- sleeps
0: kind of like trashed on these days, you know.
1: Sleep I, is for the
0: weak. Uh, but you I think like, is- I think
1: it's making a comeback though. In a lot, of, come a lot of a sleep, Sleep, sleep yo, sleep's pe-
0: underrated. People you been, heard it here
1: first. People been sleeping on sleep, dude. Like, <laughs>
0: oh, yo, April. What is this? April twenty twenty nineteen. You heard the, it here first. Sleep, sleep is, sleep is on a rebound,
1: dude. Because if you, um, oh, what is it? Your body does the most amount of like deep repair when you're sleeping because yeah. it doesn't have to worry yeah, yeah, about yeah. anything else, right? Um, and I just found like the biggest gains when I would drink a lot of water sleep a lot and feed myself. Yeah. So like your recovery.
0: It's like, it's like what we were talking about. It's just those consistent things. Yeah. Hashtag self care. <laughs> Yo, know, w- one thing, one thing that is, is kind of been messing with my psyche for the last few years, especially with coaching. Um, it's like, it's like this mindset that it, it's not okay to sleep, like yeah. to nap or like napping is bad. It Means like you're lazy. Yes, you're lazy. It's frowned upon. If you're going to bed early, it's 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 uh, lazy.
1: Well, there's all these like BS like Machiavelli motivation videos. Some of them are really good, but some of them are like, yeah, man, I was I was working sixteen hours a day, hitting the gym, I was sleeping three hours a night, and I'm still kicking ass. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you were also probably going insane. Like all sleep, right, coke. dude. Sleep is so good. Like. And yeah, maybe maybe some, here
0: first, it's okay to sleep.
1: Maybe maybe some people they can get like you shouldn't be like yeah I can get by on six hours. Well, do you want to just get by or yeah. do you want to be happy and really good at what you're doing? Yeah. Like you don't but want, like
0: if somebody if so, I still have it, it's it's like a mental fight you have because if somebody texts me or like so I open uh, for coaching quite a bit. Opening is waking up at four a.m. Um, and I don't go to bed incredibly late, like ten p.m. or so. Yeah, but it's not enough sleep, really. Um, six yeah, hours, five it, and a half, it, on, six hours.
1: It'll be six six hours max. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's not it's not enough for reasonable growth, recovery, all the good stuff. Because we put ourselves through when you're consistently training, uh, Orange Theory training, weight training, cardio training, yeah, whatever. Your body needs to improve. It needs to uh, take the things you're feeding it and yeah. kind of rebuild itself. Um, yeah, and that's just not enough, not enough time in order if you're sleeping six you know, live in 18, <laughs> it's not enough. No. Your body needs more of a percentage of a day in order to yeah. to improve that. We should yeah. look at the, the specific statistic for that too. F- of what? What do you mean? Like what the recommended for uh, the sleep portion of, uh, of the evening.
1: I think of the evening, I, I've heard that it's actually true or that the, of a day. The, the sleep you get before midnight is actually more important. Okay, that's... No, 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 because even though this... Uh, you, that sounds irrelevant. No, no, I swear, dude, when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, okay, mom, I guess I believe you. <laughs> my mom told me first, like, I don't know, like 10 years ago, and I was like, yeah, you're just trying to make me go to bed early and it's not working, so I'm going to be up until 2 a.m. doing whatever I want. No, I'm going to um, stay up even later, mom. But then, it was actually, it was Stan Efforty, he talks about your circadian rhythm and how, he, or maybe it was Jim Quick. Jim Quick is like the dopest brain. I love Jim Quick, um, brain coach guy. He said, if you you should be... Going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. Because people who say they have a hard time going to sleep, um, there's a couple things that they probably do that they shouldn't. Sure. One, they they're looking at their phone late at night, and if they're doing that, they're doing it without like those blue light glasses or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're eating way too late. So if you have a bunch of sugar, yeah, dude, come on. Um, caffeine, but uh, you point at your coffee right now. Drinking a cup of coffee at. What time. Average, average cup of coffee has like three hundred micrograms of caffeine. Yeah, 5
0: p.m. is fine to drink coffee.
1: Oh my god. In eleven Andrew, in eleven hours, <laughs> you will still have half of the caffeine from that coffee in your body. It has a six it has a six hour half-life. So so something something that Jim Quick says is that I've been starting to do more and more. He says, no caffeine after 10 a.m., which I, which at first I was like, Jim Quick, you are off your rocker if you think I'm doing that. Yeah, that sounds and then terrible.
0: I, and then I started doing it. That sounds like my personal hell. <laughs> but the thing about this, so if you have- No, I'm done with that idea <laughs> right off the bat. I don't even want to hear the rest of it. Nobody else on this podcast wants to hear what you're going to say.
1: It's just you and me. You are the only ones on this podcast. Okay, if you have it at, at, at 10 a.m., that means by 4 p.m., you have 150 milligrams. By 10 p.m., you still have 75 milligrams of caffeine- Floating around in your system. That you could probably get away with for sleeping. That might not even affect most Americans because their tolerance is so high. I've been doing it. Yeah, you're not even calculating, Here's, you're not
0: even calculating the amount of caffeine like deficit because I'm addicted to it, how much I need just to survive every
1: day. Okay, you okay. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so here, here are some things that I've been doing that have made my sleep way better. I okay, 10 a.m. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm I'm a noon guy. No caffeine until after noon. noon. Okay. Because I'm I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna do 10 a.m. Like, yeah, that's come, pretty rough. Come on, Jim. I'll work to that. Okay? I do that. Another thing is um, I, I've started doing certain things that I'm training myself that when these things happen, it's time to go to bed. So I have a diffuser. I'll put some essential oils in there. So the smell, I'm like, okay, this is like my bedtime smell. Wow. I will put on a white noise machine, and I don't look at my screen. I Most nice. I don't look at like uh, Netflix, my phone, anything like that an hour before bed, and I just read. Also, I turn off the lights that are outside of my room and it's in my room like pitch black. And then there's like, oh, what is it? The temperature in your room, if it's too hot, it'll affect your quality of sleep. It's like 67 or below is a recommended amount. So when I do all these things, even, even mentally changing the little space heater from 68 to 67 doesn't like, might not make a big difference, but knowing like it's at 67, diffusers on, My white noise machine is on. I'm reading. My brain is starting to learn, oh, this means we're going to bed. And I've gotten, I've been able to go to sleep, like, way quicker. I think
0: me and everybody else listening to your story right now just, like, (laughs) pictured the most comfortable, like, going to bed. It's (laughs) been,
1: dude, the smells, the noises, the calming. I think I'm going to
0: fall asleep right now.
1: the calming of a book. I'm just like. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. It's actually a pretty
0: dark book, but. (laughs) Yeah, have you, read, have, you read, have you read have you read
1: Kite Runner? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. It's the same author, but it's a different book. It's about like these two ladies in Afghanistan, just like a bunch of horrible stuff happens to them. Oh. Really good book. It's called A Thousand Splendid Sons. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good, dude. Um horrible. Does it stuff. help you go to bed? Uh, in the reading aspect of this, You know what I wanna do? Yeah, okay, so for all of you hipsters out there. Sam Bruns, if you're listening to this, <laughs> there's this one author called David Foster Wallace, and he wrote a book called Infinite Jest. It is thicker than the Bible. I'm gonna read that book, really, because I'm not really hipster. But if I'm at like some like gathering or something where someone's like, "Yeah, I've read Infinite Jest," I'm gonna be like, "How much of it did you read?" Because no one has finished it. Yeah, no, everyone I know has been like, "Yeah, I almost finished Infinite Jest." I'm gonna read all like. What What is it about? I don't I don't know. And everyone I've asked they're like, oh it's just about story. What? Yeah, look it up. Let's see what infinite justice is all about. Look it up. It's like the quintessential, like, oh I'm in college and I'm like super deep book. Unconventional narrative structure. Okay, so it's like a story? Not like a biography or anything? Um, yeah, what's it saying?
0: I have no idea. <laughs>
1: it's uh,
0: it's in the novel's future world, so it's a novel.
1: Oh, so the whole thing is one novel? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Sam was telling me, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of like about tennis, but then also like these sisters, and also like there's other stuff. I'm like, that doesn't, you're not connecting any so dots. there's a bunch of different
0: acts and scenes, so it's one of those types of, books where it has a lot of a lot of stuff going on essentially is what i'm what i'm getting out of this
1: okay yeah yeah. i want to buy it and just read the whole thing man because dude like i don't want to, i don't want to read something like educational before i go to bed right you want to read something that you can kind of stop at any time pause it and then pick it up like the next day and and keep going you know yeah that looks so
0: there's there's four major interwoven narratives so they kind of work together that sounds like it's going to – that sounds exactly like – I don't know. It sounds like Endgame. Dude, aren't – It's, it's Arn, like Endgame.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's true. That is exactly like Endgame, actually. Oh, they just, It sounds
0: like there's too much stuff going on.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, man, reading before bed – dude, I had, this, I had this one buddy in college. Um, His name is Evan. He would say, man, I just can't fall asleep. His roommate, Brent, was like, dude, Evan is literally on, like – Facebook until it is that is the epitome of <laughs> like, millennials complaining because
0: I can't work out or, or, or just working. something that's
1: like you could totally change it and you could like yeah. affect it a little bit you that's know? just I
0: hate millennials I hate us that's that's what we all do do
1: we should we should make sure to say like I'm a bad millennial because like, like, I because I work hard and take ownership of my actions yeah right you know um and you know we mentioned like <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I I mentioned this to you earlier and I don't know how much time we have to like get into it but This American Life, it's like an NPR podcast. They, You guys should all listen to it. It's pretty interesting, but it's called Tell Me I'm Fat. And it's about these people that, like, they they came out as fat as if you'd come out as gay. And they, like, gather their family and be like, hey, guys, like, I'm just acknowledging that I'm fat. It's like the elephant in the room where it's like, hey, like, you've gained a lot of weight. And they're kind of like, hey, guys, I know I'm fat. You know, just, like, acknowledging it. And, um... Which is actually a pretty good thing to do. Like, if you yeah. have some serious weight to lose, you yeah, should... Yeah, it's, it's super important. You should acknowledge it, right? But the but, trick is... But they go into stuff where they're like, well, I've always been fat. I'm going to be fat. It's just who I it's am. It's like an
0: acceptance thing.
1: In what way? Do you mean like, in like... It's like, like uh, oh,
0: this is who I am, and it's a part of me.
1: Yeah, as if and like, oh, I was that. just born. I was predisposed to be fat, and that's the only way I can live. Yeah. But this one lady, I, I forget her name, she... So this is like, it, this made me frustrated that she went through this, but also what she was saying. So she was like very, she was like 270 pounds. Yeah. So like that's significantly overweight. And she lost a bunch of weight because part of it was because her job, part of it was because, you know, she was told that's not what like beauty is or, or something like that. So some reasons that were kind of like, they didn't come really from her, but it was like just being told, like, you should lose weight, you should lose weight. And her doctor gave her all these, like, drugs to help her lose weight. Yeah. And one of them is similar to speed, right? So she wouldn't even think about food. And so part of that makes me mad where it's like, why why would you why start do we, with,
0: Why are we so quick to, to kind of throw drugs at everything, presha- you know?
1: Yeah, so I'm like, dude, just do basic should take,
0: things. Should have taken the first principle. Stop eating like an asshole.
1: Stop eating like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. but like there's so many small things you can do. So like
0: no, some people some people do have like medical conditions and things like that that, that weigh into it. That.
1: For sure, for sure. But that's, that's, I I would
0: say probably I'm gonna make an assumption, the majority of people who are overweight, you know, or even kids. I was an overweight kid. Yeah. You know, I make jokes about it all the time. You know, yeah. I would ride my bike to to Cernic's Pizza. Shout out to
1: Cernic's Pizza yeah. <laughs> yeah. two in
0: one episode every single day after school. Why did my parents let me do that? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what we were doing, and we were buying three dollar you know pieces of pizza the size of our heads. Yeah,
1: which yeah, so good, but mm-hmm. also if you're doing that every day, you're going to gain weight. So there's a lot of things in my mind. I'm Like man, if I met, I think gonna, I want to say her name was Sarah. If I had met her, I would have been like, hey, we're not going to start with any of these meds, any of these supplements, none of that. But you have an office job, so what we're going to do, you're going to park. Further away from the building and you're going to walk a little further to get to the office. Yeah. When you have to go to the bathroom, you have to go either one floor up or one floor down and you have to use that bathroom. Every hour, you have to do a little five-minute walk. All right. That is th- – those are things super easy, very small things to do. Just getting more steps in, start there. Also, even if it was like once a week, you're, you're not going to eat fast food. You're going to make something. Just, just, just make a meal. Start there, right? Start with these things that you can change your lifestyle with, as opposed to being like, "Hey, we're gonna get you there so fast, but we have to do cold jerky. We have to do all these drugs. We have to do it unhealthily." And she ended up like getting skinnier. Like she lost a good amount of weight. She started getting more attention from from guys and and all this stuff.
0: And uh,
1: but I feel like she didn't at, at that
0: time. Like one of the biggest concerns. I know that we're obviously not doctors. But it still gets me fired up to think about that's the that's the big, the first thing they're going to try to do, you know? Yeah. Unless it's like a dire situation where she is very unhealthy and she needs to change this right away. Otherwise, her heart's in, in major de- danger, yeah. you know? Yeah, Um, Like that, I, I totally understand. You get behind it. But the concern is there. Is there a behavior change? Yeah. Is there a pattern change? Because that's why people can fluctuate right back to it if yeah. they don't change their, their lifestyle, their behavior patterns. I'm really glad suction, you brought yeah. that up. I'm really glad you brought it up because it's making those small changes. One of the best things, I thought I saw it on the PTDC, the, the Personal Trainer Development Center, mm-hmm. um, the other day. Uh, I followed them on social media. they got a website. It's, it's a great, great resource for, for education. But uh, w- one of the most simple things to, to consider when working with people who, who want to make these giant changes is just do a little bit more, and eat a little bit less. Yeah. That's, that's all you have to do. Keep it simple and try to make those small incremental changes week by week. One of the, one yeah. of the ways that I got back on track, because when I moved back to Chicago, <gasps> you know, I didn't have a kitchen. I was like eating out. I was, I wasn't motivated to get back and working out. I was in, I was in a good place to mm-hmm. be honest. And to get back to where I am now and continue to get where I want to be, because I feel, I feel better now than I did then. Um, it's just those small changes. Like, all right, today, I'm only gonna eat out once. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna eat out twice or three times. Yeah. It's just gonna be one time instead of, uh, you know, the, the two other times that I was gonna go out. Yeah. Know? And, and, and you know, think about it. I'm still going out and eating seven days a week then, but I'm limiting <laughs> one it. less time. And it's hard. It's hard not to. You know, I know that's a different situation. It's hard not to go out and eat when you don't have a kitchen. <laughs> but I had a microwave. You know, I could make something in there. Yeah. And limiting that. Helped so much to get back on track. It took me a good six or seven weeks to get where I want to be and, and continue on that path. Yeah, but that's what it takes. And then you're getting back. It's not like I hadn't been there before, but for somebody who's never done something like that, those incremental changes are going to be so important to do so.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so she was saying how, um, you know, she felt like crap. One, it's like, well, you didn't even really want to lose the weight. If someone doesn't want to do it. They they have to want to do it. Yeah, first just, off, it's really just, hard. There's just no other way to get there, right? Um, so that was one that was one thing. It's like she didn't like herself because she she. But here's the thing: she identified with her weight. Yeah. Right. So her losing her weight now, she's no longer herself. Sure. So that may have been also a mistake, and you have to always be looking at it like, hey, even if it's like a what, good or a
0: bad identification, right? Whether it's a positive or a negative, yeah. she's still identified with it.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing that I think. That's why a lot of bodybuilders have body dysmorphia because they that one it's their job and then they just become it's it goes from being their job that is so the biggest like,
0: component as to, as to who they are
1: yeah yeah and and if they don't look a certain way all of a sudden it's like okay you might lose a sponsorship so they become obsessed with it
0: like off season and they have a lot
1: of eating disorders injury a lot of bodybuilders they they have these massive disorders and um, it's just it's just not healthy right so imagine if imagine if um Kalen Von
0: Moger is a good example of of uh, injury for. Yeah, he almost he almost died. Yeah. He almost died. So so, so for those of you guys who don't know, Kalen von Moger, he's I think he's late twenties. Uh very, 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 very big bodybuilder. He's very hip. He's a he's yeah, he's, so, he's, he's, a, he's so a cool, cool guy. So he's he's from Australia, yeah, but he, he does all these crazy things. because um, he just he enjoys life. He likes to kind of you know push exactly. the push the barrier and it, it kinda bit him in the butt because he was twice. Yeah, <laughs> twice. Toward the bicep, yeah. Yeah, one, he was just recovered from a, a bicep tear. And they were doing a, what, a cliff They were walk.
1: rappelling off a cliff or something, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and his his uh, rope, like, snagged, or he, like, lost his grip or he something. He fell a bit, yeah. And he, so he, he tore his quadricep? I thought,
1: I thought he got some sort of, like, blood clot thing from all the, because when, really? when his thing, like, caught him, I think it gave him, like, a this, something where he almost died. He almost had a massive blood clot really? in, like, a, in a major artery. Yeah, I remember he almost died, and then he just, that was like almost a year ago, because he posted about it recently, Yeah, and now he's kind of back to it. It like, took
0: it took a year for him to really recover and be ready to do stuff again, though. Yeah. Because uh, he, he tore his quadricep, I know that for sure, and he tore his bicep that he had just gotten fixed, and it yeah. was like on the rehab, and he could use it. So that, I mean, he <coughs> was going through some major, he took it like a champ. Yeah, um, in my opinion, but anybody I mean,
1: he, had, he he had difficulties, of course. Yeah, anybody like was... who goes
0: through something like that, especially it identifies so much. You know, whether you're you're overweight and you really identify with being fat, or you're bodybuilder, you identify so much, and that's sole, solely who you are. Or even yeah. for your job, you know, like me when I was going through when I identified as head coach and I left, or head coach of Bloomington, and I left. Yeah, I was. I I'm still am I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with it to be honest yeah you're
1: like leaving a part of yourself yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's it's a part of it was a part of me that I, I had to relinquish yeah and it's so hard to do for any of that stuff for
1: any of us trying to make changes um, yeah so the, I think that was a part of her issues because she's like well I was happy when I was she. I think she took I was happy when I was fat and, and then she she made them one and the same. That means I have to be fat to be happy.
0: Sure, but that's and that's dangerous mindset. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it is, and it, it's it's the same thing. That where it's like if someone were to say I'm only happy when I when I'm able to bench two plates. Yeah, and then you break your arm. All of a sudden, you gave your happiness to something. You give it, and you know, dude. Oh my God, we had this member. Shout out to Susan Atchison. Holy crap, she blew my mind. She, her license plate says, be calm. And then the border says, inhale, exhale. She's like, yeah. So like when people drive behind me, they don't get too angry. Cause she's like this like older lady. And she, <laughs> <I> drive, <laughs> but she says, when you let someone make you angry, you give them power over you. Or when you get impatient with them, you're like, oh, now, now my emotions are in your hands. Right. Yeah. Like, so especially when you become impatient, you're letting the situation dictate how you're feeling. Sure. And so, I don't know why I actually even just brought that up. Um, Oh, 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 it's the same thing where it's like if you're letting some aspect of you control part of who you are, that's not good because that thing could go away so easily. Yeah. You know, like there's um, imagine like a bunch of like NFL players when they stop playing, it's like it's like a big part of you. Or if you're if you grow up and people are always like, hey, like you're fat, you're fat, you're fat. All of a sudden you're like, I am fat and this is like a part of who I am. You might even play into that more, be really like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be fat because everyone's saying I'm fat. I'm gonna keep eating all this food." Same thing if you were an athlete. If everyone has these expectations, like, "Oh man, you're like the star quarterback." You're like, "I'm the star quarterback. I gotta do everything I can to like." When
0: you lose that, remain
1: the star. Yeah, that. Or if you go into like college, all of a sudden it's like, oh, "There's a bigger, bigger pool, bigger lot more like, people." Now like, you're now you're like nothing. There's some
0: major identity crises that that form out of that, and I kind of yeah. felt a, a mini one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, or it, not so many.
1: <laughs> I mean, it affected you in a in a in a big way, but you yeah, know I know. I mean, compared to being like, I don't know, a professional athlete or something. I know what you mean.
0: And and I I feel like that's kind of inevitable for us because as as people as humans, we kind of feel like we have to identify as something. And one of the most common ways we do that is we identify through our profession because that's the first thing you usually ask somebody,
1: um, especially in America. Yeah, hey, yeah. what do you
0: do for a living? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, because you- that's and if if you continuously, you know cuz we we even like are conditioned to ask that first yeah. not just getting asked but then you you feel like that is first and foremost the most important component to you
1: yeah you Well, know, you know what though it's like what if what
0: if you met somebody you're like hey what do you what do you like to do
1: dude someone did that to me one time really yeah so we were at a That's friend, incredible. We a friend's game. it's like, like dude, some stupid thing it, that we it, would no, do it it, <laughs> it 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 blew me away cuz oh, so was this one lady Tiffany and she i think she was maybe like uh, almost 40 or something and she's like We just kind of – we passed each other a lot and then we were both getting like – I don't know, like turkey at the same time or something. And she's like, hey, Kim, so what do you like to do in your free time? And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's so interesting. Why would you just – and I like – I kind of like looked at her I was like, uh, uh, what? And her husband came over and we kind of started talking about how like, you know, people always ask, what do you do for a living, yada, yada, yada. And that's like a very like Western thing, whatever. Um. And then I started telling them, like, things I like to do. And I was like, this feels weird. I should – because I have it in my head where I'm like, oh, yeah, I work at Orange Theory. It's this. It's that. Blah, 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 blah. Like kind of like the, the thing I tell people. Yeah. You have the shell n- that you but tell But now people. I'm like, oh, well, I like to be outside. I like to read. I like to do all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is so odd. But it, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. But also you got to think, if someone, if someone is choosing to do something for about eight hours a day from, like, nine to five, the core of their day you would like to think it's something they care about yeah not everyone does something they care about or even really like to do but you'd like to think hey if you're going to spend a third of the majority of your life doing something you should like doing it if you're doing something you hate you're you, it's stupid why are you doing it yeah you know
0: at least tolerable
1: or at least something where it's like it's going to help you in the future or it's it's um it's a means to an end, yeah, like an you had, you had to, yeah, like you got to be at the bottom of the totem pole to get to where you want to be, right? Like that's that's different than being like, oh yeah, I was um, I was an account. I always use the example of an accountant because I was just picture that job being miserable because it would be for me, but some people like it. Maybe uh, really love it. Like like the guy Jeff Nadine was telling you about I was like, dude, being a CPA is totally bad. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you're like, oh yeah, I was a public accountant for forty years and I, ah, I just hated the grind of it then why'd you do it for 40 years? Like, it yeah. makes no, it makes no sense. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's a part of why we ask it. Cause it's like, yeah, it's, it is a part of your identity, but also it's like, for me, I'm like, dude, what do you choose to do every day for eight hours a day? Like, that's a pretty good question you should ask yourself. And if you have a job you hate, I mean, you should, you should find a way to do something that you are at least interested in. Yeah. You know, for sure. There's a, there's
0: a lot of opportunity. I heard that there's like more opportunity right now. The country for jobs than there has been like in a very long Dude, time.
1: Dude, there's some there's some like four or six million jobs that need that need people. Yeah, I heard that. Re- I don't know. Remember we're where, in an interesting
0: that. time right now.
1: Yeah, That's for sure. It is interesting. yeah. There's a lot kind of here. there's there's a lot of things that
0: are changing, but I think one of the things that should change is that kind of because it's detrimental. the The first thing, the uh, the most com- core component of who you are and what you tell people is going to be what you do for a living. Yeah, because when you lose that, or when you put all your eggs into, you know, your your family basket, your your hobby basket, when you put everything into anything, it's it's easy to lose that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fitness, for example. Any, any anything in life can health, be health taken away so from you. health is so easy
0: to lose, and that's that's like tough to kind of imagine and for me to say, because you know if I couldn't you know train or work out, with something that obviously Cam and I both really enjoy,
1: I would lose mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. I, I would too. I would get so antsy if yeah. I, but here's the thing though, I think it would take a, it would take a lot for me to not do it. If I got a, here's the thing, I, there's two thoughts I've always had in my life that I'm like, oh, this is just going to happen to me. One, I'm just like, I'm going to get cancer. I'm so paranoid about it. Really? Like, That's
0: me too. Yeah. No, I'm just like, but here's the thing. All right, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I have a, a very irrational fear of testicular cancer. Dude,
1: I, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but oh my since, God. since I've been young, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get it. I don't know why. The other thing is I'm going to lose a limb. Really? In, no, it, I, don't, I don't have that have. has got to be like a, a
0: certain word in, for that in one. My,
1: in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to at some point in my life get cancer and at some point I'm going to lose a limb. And in my mind, I'm so convinced of this. But th- as far as the, the the limb one goes, if I lost my leg from, let's say, the knee down, I feel like in a way I would be more motivated. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get as strong as I've ever been and I'm going to do it with Missing half a leg,
0: yeah.
1: Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there will be parts where I'm there. There may be a whole year where I'm like depressed and I'm like just getting fat and all this crap. But at some point, I'd be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You know? Yeah. Um, no, that's, now, that's if, what you see a lot of times. If you too. become completely like paralyzed, like you, you, can't move. Yeah. Then that's totally different. Yeah. Um, but you even have that one, that one kid. Um, what did he have? He had um, multiple sclerosis or something like that, and he. He did a deadlift of... Oh, did you see this video? You have cerebral, I saw somebody with cerebral palsy deadlift. Cerebral palsy. That's what it was. And he deadlifted, like, I don't know. It was It was a good amount of weight. Some incredible amount of weight. Yeah.
0: And it's like... Is, you know, it's cerebral palsy. It was a, a milder form, but cerebral palsy in itself. You know, my sister has it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty intense, no matter whether it's mild or not. Right. But he was able to use more motor functions than my sister could, for example. Yeah. And he was able to lift some incredible amount of weight with it. Obviously, you're shaking and... You know he doesn't have great motor control, but
1: yeah, but it's like, dude, he still—it's incredible. Did it, yeah. And there's there's one guy I forget his name, but he he has one leg. He lost his uh, like from the knee down in, in combat. He was in the the military, and uh, now he's like a top level like power. Like he can he can deadlift like over six hundred pounds.
0: Are you talking like, about Derek Weida? Does he have a big beard? He did. He was he was a CrossFit like.
1: I was, this guy's not a CrossFit guy. He's like, He was a CrossFit he's like guy. A big guy power he did guy.
0: powerlifting too. and
1: Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, it might be the same guy. I don't know. But still, it's like. He's
0: a cool guy. He's a first form guy.
1: Oh, I don't think this guy's a first form guy. But, I mean, there's probably a lot of guys with one leg that are getting after it, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But Or like that one guy that was in the Olympics and he had. But
0: if you identify with your leg, you know, you, you could lose it one day.
1: No, dude, I'm sure a lot of. Pop- so basically, the, 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 <laughs> the moral
0: of our story is identify with nothing. Align, align
1: yourself. No, it's a good question. It's like, it's like align
0: yourself with nothing and have no expectations at all.
1: That's never gonna. Happen. Let's get fired up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You should look into what you identify with, though. Like, I just be it... just
0: be conscious of it, you know, because yeah, yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's just so easy to kind of get so wrapped up in things. For example, if we want to kind of go back to how we started this conversation. um Something that could not be too good, you know. If somebody's so wrapped up with, okay, I'm the fat person, yeah. and they lose that, which could be good for their health and their fitness and their their lifestyle. Yeah. But they they identify so hard with being that fat person that it, it's it's like mentally fatiguing. It's mentally draining. Yeah. You know, for kind of going back to the to the second example for me and my job, it was a better move for me. It's what I needed to do. But I align so hard with it. That it was it made it tough. It made it like mentally debilitating for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember like that's like uh, me in high school, I was like kinda known as like the goofy guy. Yeah. But then it's like, oh if you're known as like oh like being so funny, so goofy, then that kinda also relates to you can't be sad, you can't have a bad day and also
0: Nobody's gonna take you seriously. I,
1: that was yeah, that was a big thing. I was like, wow, I, I learned in college I have to dial back on the goofy in some ways. So that people can know that I can be serious. That's interesting. You know? And I also realized that... Did you um, feel
0: like... I don't know. Like when you tried to get rid of some of that,
1: you kind of felt remorse? You kind of felt like that loss? You know what? No, because I... When I did get serious with people, they were way more open to it. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of what I've been craving. Because up until then, it had been somewhat of... To a degree, like shallow relationships. were just kind of good times, goofy, all that stuff. I'm like... I don't know. I want like something more, you know. Sure. And my goofiness got in the way of that. And also, you know, sometimes you do goofy stuff. I don't take myself seriously. I'm not. I'm not really afraid of like looking dumb to people. Yeah. You know, like I wore a, I wore a bunny onesie on Easter to coach in. Yeah. I'm not.
0: I like. I think both of us are pretty comfortable. I mean, we when we saw our friend Sarah in the gym today, you know, we crawled yeah. up.
1: To her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I we was, Pretend to, like look for like a coin or something. Like, yeah. Whatever. I was
0: like, I was like, hey, it'd be really funny. She doesn't see us. I was like. We should we should just start crawling around her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So Cam and I don't take take ourselves pretty seriously.
1: Yeah. Um. But oh, there's so I remember in high school somehow that leading to, okay, I'm really goofy. I act dumb a lot. Therefore, I can't. I shouldn't get good grades. I shouldn't try in school. Yeah. Th- that those are conflicting things in my mind. In high school, it was, and looking back on, it, I'm like, wow, I chose to not try in school. Cause I had this persona of being something. goofy and funny and laid back. So if, I, if I'm a laid back guy, oh, I can't be stressing out about finals. I can't be studying for finals because I'm that's not who I am. And that's interesting. It, it's ridiculous too. Like what?
0: Like so you could you could kind of correlate that. You could you could relate it to maybe you know, back to fitness. You know,
1: hey, if you're like the fitness guy, if you're or you if you're can't not. be seen in the sneakers bar even if you want it. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. not
0: the fitness person.
1: Yeah, that's why I tie that's, I'm,
0: I'm sure that's why a lot of people are afraid of the gym. They're afraid of you know we, we, we like to say one of the hardest parts <coughs> of of the gym is just getting in the door. Especially if you yeah, if you've never done it, dude. Like I felt that fear before. I have I've had I, I used to have major anxiety in college where I would be so afraid to walk into a, a, a classroom. Mm-hmm. Even if I knew that that was my classroom, the fear of that being the wrong room, <laughs> even if I was hundred percent sure, I'd done it was, it was so hard for me to walk into the classroom, um, and I feel that in a in a new gym, even though I'm like a fitness guy, quote unquote, yeah, and I know that nobody cares, you know, nobody knows who I am. Walking into a new gym is so hard for me.
1: That's interesting.
0: Isn't that weird? But it's it's yeah, huh. it, it's all those new environments.
1: Yeah, well, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm looking for a machine, but I can't find it. Then you look like a freshman, yeah. like at the gym, you know. We're like, oh, where's this thing, you know? And I don't so know. Every, everybody feels that. Yeah, I, yeah, in 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 some way, in some way, everyone feels it. And I, I don't know, I I feel like a lot of uh, fitness like professional people, they come off as very like, oh, I'm so fit, I eat so clean, I did. But I will tell members like, hey, don't feel bad if if you if you've been on a good diet and you fall off for a second. Like, don't just beat yourself up and be like, oh man, I just gotta punch myself. By like, no, I'll I'll tell members like, yeah, last night like I had Taco Bell. Like, I I don't want to come off as yeah, someone good. who it's does it perfectly. Count. You know, yeah. like, and a lot like what oh what did I say? It was on Halloween. I was like um, I was like, hey guys, like you know, don't make sure you like you know enjoy yourself, but like don't eat, don't be like me. Don't have like seven mini Snickers. All right, like last night I just went crazy. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Cuz then they're thinking cams like me. You know. He's he it, make, it makes me more accessible to people. It's kind of like um I remember oh okay, yeah for you religious people out there. I remember like growing up going to church thinking the pastor's perfect. So yeah. I can I can't ask them questions cuz it's like, really? like but then but then they'll know like I'm not perfect or whatever. Really. And I, and I wouldn't go up. I, w- I wouldn't like ask questions to like older people cuz I'm like no because like he's on stage. He's like perfect right but no it makes no sense it's like it's like the same thing yeah you know i don't want people to think oh well, cam meal meal preps everything yeah that's whatever. true it's like no dude like sometimes people
0: like, people do like have a, a natural tendency to kind of i guess assume that that people who are more knowledgeable and more experienced in a field are in a way perfect at that, that thing yeah, yeah 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 and like when you kind of like break that down a lot of times people are really surprised
1: yeah no, seriously. Yeah, they'd be That's like, why oh, you do whole, it too.
0: Yeah, the whole authenticity thing on social media is, is pretty cool, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just kind of like more of a popular thing now to kind of just be like, yeah, you know, I'm struggling with this. Or, you know, yeah. this isn't a good day. or it, Because what we want to do, what our natural tendency to do is try to act perfect because we believe or we want to believe um, from kind of a disposition that everybody else kind of has it together. Yeah. And all these different components – that we're not so good at, or maybe we don't
1: think yeah. that we're good at anything. Dude, I'm starting to realize how many people just do not know what they're talking about. Yeah, like the, the, I remember looking back at like my, some of my college professors. I'm like, wait, just because you have a PhD, you can still be like a dumbass. Yeah, like that. I remember thinking like the same thing about similar similar like pastors. I'm like, no, they have they have their doctor. They know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, like, like you you might know. Just because you're an expert in one thing doesn't mean you, you're an expert in, in everything. And yeah. I remember kind of thinking like, no, dude, they they have their PhD. They wouldn't say anything that's not true. It's like, no, but they're also putting their own opinions into stuff. Yeah. And you got to be careful with that too. And it's just like – It's like when you're
0: a kid, you think all adults have it together and they, they totally understand.
1: Dude, I remember thinking like, oh, man, 24-year-olds, dude, they're so mature. And I'm, <sighs> now that like, I'm a 24-year-old, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, no, I'm like, I, I still feel like a kid sometimes, you know, yeah. and like – Um, just even meeting people if they're like in like a higher position like a manager it's like no you're still just a person yeah which is in a good way in a way is good it's a a
0: healthy it it can be like a healthy amount of questioning and it's not like a disrespectful type of thing but right right I definitely find myself questioning a lot of different people and advice and rules and regulations and like all these different components uh, coming from supposed experts or people with more authority Nowadays. Yeah. Because one thing, I just feel like a lot of us are more educated <coughs> because of the internet. Yeah. Maybe more or less. Well, and yeah, there's just more voices. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can you can hear so many different people. You opinions. can learn so much. I mean, you know, you're listening to us. We're a couple of average joes yeah, talking yeah. about fitness.
1: And we're also not, we're not claiming to be like, I don't know. Yeah. We, we know more about, like, I was actually talking about this with some coworkers. I forget that some people don't know as much as us about working out.
0: Yeah. Like it's there, just it seems like something that, that would be pretty common. It's
1: like it's uh oh what's it called? It's called like the curse of knowledge. When you know something so well, you forget that not everyone knows it. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, there are people who go to the gym and they and they don't know what to do. Yeah. At all. Like even if they went to a machine, they'd be kinda like, Okay, like why am I doing this? Yeah. You know?
0: It's interesting though, because we've we've you feel like it, it's it's actually pretty cool. I forget what it's called, but it's the more of an expert you become at something, the less you feel like you're an expert.
1: Because you realize how much you need to learn. Like, well,
0: it's just well that, but it's also because you you feel like it's more common knowledge.
1: Oh, you get used to your level. There's of so many different components like that. that
0: go into that feeling, but it's it's very common that for when you're a highly regarded expert, of course you you're like proud of the things you know and stuff like that, but you don't feel like you know tons more than everybody else.
1: That's interesting. It's the same yeah. thing,
0: like um, people who feel like they're frauds. Are usually people who are like going to be given the most uh, out of a business experience or this or that. Mm -hmm. It's the people who like, oh no, I got this, I got it all together. Those Mm -hmm. are the people who are usually missing marks, and they're
1: going to like crumble. Yes,
0: yes, because if you if you don't have that healthy, I guess, fear of not knowing enough or being passionate to figure it out or learn more, then you're kind of you're already on the backside of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. You're you're going to get like surprised by something. That's like when I even before I coach. I'm always a little anxious. Yeah, I'm always like, okay, am I gonna mess this template up? Yeah, and then, like I really look at it, and then I kind of like I don't memorize it. I after a few times coaching it, you just have it memorized because you've done it.
0: After one class, you can have that whole thing memorized. Yeah, yeah,
1: you get familiar, and then and then it frees me up to be like, oh, now I can just coach it well. Um, but yeah, I. I the, the worst classes I've done, I've gone into thinking, I got this. Yeah. In, in a oh, bad way. for in, sure. In a bad for way, sure. you know?
0: And Cam, Cam and I think we, – we we like to – see, There's a, here's the thing. We don't think we're experts, but you can think that you're pretty good at something. Like, we consider ourselves pretty good coaches. I
1: would take my class.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I've taken your class, and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: seriously. But at the same time, even if we we think and we believe, we have that belief that we're good coaches – and we consider ourselves to be some of the best. We still have that fear of like, oh man, I really don't know. Like, you could have that fear of I really feel like there's so much more I could be better at. Yeah. And that's I I feel like what makes you a really good coach too. Yeah. Or good at anything. Really
1: good. Yeah. Like if there's always a something good
0: scientist, that, a good yeah doctor.
1: Well, dude, if you're the CEO of the company, there's probably still things you could be learning from, oh, like nice. your secretary, the janitor, people below, like. To think that you can't learn something from a certain person, it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, why would you ever... Like, dude, that janitor might be able to teach you something about work ethic, even if you own the company. Yeah. Like, that janitor is willing to do the stuff that is not easy to do. That topic alone, doing stuff that's not easy or not fun, could translate to any job. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, It's kind of like what we were talking about, or maybe we were talking about it before we were recording, but the things you don't want to do are probably going to give you the results that you want, right? It's so like yeah. certain exercises. So things that are uncomfortable, right? Exactly. Or even just like trying something new might be the thing that you need to do to get the thing you want. Because if you want something but you don't change anything, it's like, well, how are you? That doesn't make, that logically doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. That you would get to somewhere you want to be that you're not at currently without changing anything. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. You you have to change something. You have to do something different to get a different result, right? For so sure. I don't know. What This has been... A, you know what we should name this one? Oh, this, dude, this is the rabbit hole. This is, this is, this the, is rabbit the rabbit hole. This is the rabbit hole we talked about man. a little bit of everything. This is the flap our lips till they fall I think fall this is off. the
0: longest podcast we've ever done. By a little bit. And
1: it feels like... If, you know what? It's almost as long as Endgame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. No, you should go check out that movie, though.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Dude, I'm just saying, dude. Like, a couple, couple things that I like to do is, like... I'll look at a character from, like, a movie or a show... And I'll be like, I want to be that jacked. Yeah. I used to do that with, like, Goku when he goes Super Saiyan. And now I'm like, dude, I want to be, like, Thanos jacked. He's so big, dude.
0: See, Cam and I were talking about this, too. We're like, okay, at this point, there's so many superhero movies, and it's just oversaturated. And yeah, we should just start writing our own superhero movies.
1: Yeah, right after we start a microbrewery and <laughs> and our own telecommunications company. So Cam,
0: Cam likes to make fun of me because I have a lot of great ideas, and he has Don't none. say
1: it's because like you have great yeah. ideas. You have, you have ideas. That you just said.
0: Well, look where we are in one of those ideas. This was my idea. <laughs> I, I like to think it was kind of a, a group think.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you like to think that. Whatever. I give. All right. Me, well, we thanks for the time. Thanks.
0: Thanks for joining everybody. Thanks for uh, hanging out in the rabbit hole. <laughs> we should rename the podcast. Well, good luck digging yourself out <laughs> the rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. We
0: showed you in. We're not going to show you the way out.
1: Right? Exactly. Good <laughs> luck. Hopefully, you had a twine at the beginning of the whole fallback.
0: Hashtag join the conversation. Uh, if, you, if you enjoyed it, if you still like listening to us, bring somebody else in. Share it with somebody. Just bring one yeah. more person because then that's how that's how we're going to kind of continue to do this thing and continue to get people involved. And that's, that's what, we want, what we want to talk about. If you thought one of the things we said was stupid, let us know. If we thought it was funny, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag join the conversation. All right. See ya. Have a good one.